Good morning from Skift. For daily updates in your inbox, subscribe to the Skift Daily Newsletter at skift.com/daily. It's Friday, April 16th in New York City. And now here's what you need to know about the business of travel today. With bookings rising and demand for leisure travel surging, the recovery is within sight for Delta Airlines, which now says it will return to profitability by the third quarter of this year. But that's the future. The present for Delta, like for all its competitors, is stained with red ink, writes Madhu Anikrishnan, editor of Airline Weekly, a Skift brand. The Atlanta-based carrier made news earlier this week when it said from May 1st it would no longer block middle seats, a coronavirus mitigation tactic that Delta will be the last to abandon. This, despite the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention reporting this week that an empty middle seat reduces virus transmission. Still, Delta CEO Ed Bastian believes that by May 1st, enough of the population will be vaccinated to make selling the middle seat safe again. The move to unblock the middle seat will almost immediately increase Delta's capacity and help its bottom line. The policy cost Delta between $100 to $150 million in March alone. Next, hotel giant Accor is looking to expand its WeWork ambitions. The Paris-based company is gearing up for a full-blast launch of its co-working space brand Wojo in Asia, writes corporate travel editor Matthew Parsons. Wojo is a joint venture with Bouygues Immobilier, which it developed in 2015. The French property developer teamed up with the hotel group in 2017, and currently some 300 Accor properties in a few European countries and Brazil provide offices, co-working spaces, or Wojo spots. These are essentially Wi-Fi areas and lobbies or other public spaces. In the UK, it's also on trend transforming rooms into offices. Now, Accor wants to pursue Asia. The company had expected to expand Wojo to 900 properties by 2023, seeing lots of pent-up demand. Finally, Blackstone and Starwood Capital's earlier respective bids for Extended Stay America are the latest examples of why shareholders, and even two board members, aren't satisfied with the $6 billion joint acquisition price tag. While Blackstone and Starwood are acquiring Extended Stay America as partners, the companies have been independently interested in a deal as far back as 2017, according to a filing this week with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission. Multiple earlier bids would have eclipsed the pair's current $6 billion, or $19.50 per share deal. News of the higher bids is the latest revelation following weeks of major shareholders voicing opposition to the current bid, as they felt it was too low, writes hospitality reporter Cameron Spearance. For more travel stories and deep dives into the latest trends, head to skiff.com. For more insight into the business of travel, subscribe to the Skift Daily Newsletter at skiff.com daily. Spoken Layer.